mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Welcome to Marriage and Mar- well, I guess Martini. Adam's not here for this, which is super weird for me. And I might sound awkward because I'm so used to having my partner with me. So today we're going to do the first of a series that I'm going to call Marriage and Martini's Under the Covers, which is basically us giving you a little bit of a behind the scenes peek at how we put everything together. How, how did we start the podcast from scratch? How did we grow our social media, the technical aspects of it, everything so that if there's anybody out there who's looking for this information and doesn't know where to get it or seems to be stumped starting and needs some inspiration, we kind of want to do that for you because we literally were nobody in the social media world or we weren't anybody famous, anybody with any kind of platform before we started this and we've managed to build it in just about eight months to something pretty big. So we wanted other people to have an understanding of how we do it so that if you are interested in starting yourself, that it's something that you can do. And I want to sort of show you that I'm just like you and I could absolutely tell you that I had no training. I never went to school for this. Uh, It's literally just something I've love to do and have really immersed myself in it. So today I'm going to talk about Instagram because Instagram has become, for me, our best marketing tool, our best social tool, uh, the best way for me to communicate with our listeners. And it has taken me eight months basically to go from zero followers to just about 100,000 followers. And people are constantly saying to me, Danielle, how did you do that? How did you, what, how did you know what to do? And the truth is that I started blogging uh, in April 2017. The story is that my friend Farah t- wrote me a text and just out of the blue sort of says, said, do you want to start a blog? And I've always loved to write. I was a stay-at-home mom at the time when she texted me and I thought, you know, that sounds really fun. We were both similar type moms, non-judgmental, a little laid back, maybe a little unorganized. And it seemed like a really fun idea to start a blog together and why not? So we called the blog Where the F is My Handbook and it took off pretty quickly. Farah had a full-time job, so I did a lot of the writing and everything. Uh, She was a graphic designer, so she did a lot of the... um, the aesthetics and everything. But at a certain point, 
she was sort of doing her thing. Uh, you know, her her business was taking off. And I was really still immersed in this social media thing. I really loved it. I really felt like I had found a place for myself. So uh, I wound up starting saying to Adam, we need to start, we should start a podcast and a new brand. And the brand should be something different. There's a ton of marriage podcasts out there. If you search, there's a ton of Instagram accounts out there about marriage, Facebook, Twitter. But I knew we had something different. And I wanted to continue my blogging, but I wanted to do it adding Adam into the mix, just Adam and me. And I wanted to take it in a direction that maybe nobody had taken it. And I think that's the first thing, is that whatever your interest is, your business is, you have to have a niche. What makes you unique? And what made us unique, as opposed to these self-help marriage accounts and these inspirational marriage accounts was that we really are willing, if any of you listen to our podcast, to put it all out there. And that for me was like, this is going to be our niche. This is what it's going to be for us. We're funny. We're raw. We tell it like it is. There's nobody else doing that. So yes, we're marriage account, a marriage podcast, but we stand out. And that's the first thing you need to think to yourself before you even take it. And even if you already have a platform and you've already started your Instagram account, you need to start thinking right now. That's the first thing. How am I going to be unique? What about me? If I'm a photographer, uh, if I'm a, you know, a speech pathologist, uh, um, a special ed teacher, uh, whatever it is. Why is somebody going to follow your account rather than somebody else? And that is the first thing you need to brainstorm and the first way you need to mold your brand. So don't just say, oh, I'm a photographer and there's, you know, a million photography accounts out there. So I'm not going to bother because nobody's going to go to mine over somebody else's. No, it's not true. As long as you stand out and mold your platform to stand out, they will find you. And I am an exact example of that. So I run my account kind of like I run my life. Again, for those of you who listen to the podcast and who follow me on Instagram, uh, I'm a total shit show. I have no organizational skills whatsoever. Um, I don't do things according to the quote unquote system of Instagram. Um, I, I do not at all. I've never looked at an algorithm I have never, ever uh, looked at a statistic. I don't know anything about algorithms, um, nor do I want to. I think that it would drive me absolutely insane, and I don't have the mindset for it. I am not a numbers kind of person or a logic kind of person, but I run my account also how I run my life in that um, I'm honest, and I have a lot of heart and soul, and I think that that is sort of what has grown my account, and People say Instagram is a game, and in some ways it is. It's a game of figuring out how do we get followers, what do I post, when is the best time to post, hashtags, um, all the things that you do need to know, but that don't make your account great. And make no mistake, it's also a microcosm of society, Instagram, of culture, community, relationships. And that's the part I tend to focus on. I don't know anything about numbers. I don't know anything about all that stuff. But I do know about community 
about embracing people, about making them feel welcome, wanting to have a place to come and hang out virtually that doesn't have any strings attached or responsibilities. And so that's the part that I focus on. And that's the part I'm going to focus on for you. And I truly, truly believe that it works better than algorithms, better than statistics, heart and soul, authenticity, being who you are, and letting people get a peek inside of not just your brands, but your life. And um, I'm going to talk about four things today. And I could talk for hours and hours and hours because there's so many moving parts to Instagram. But I'm going to start... If you, have, if you are starting a brand right this second, or if you have a brand and you are sort of rebranding your Instagram account, um, I'm going to talk about four things. And I don't care if you already have followers, if you have zero followers, you can start this right now. And the first thing I'm going to talk about in my mind is the, first imp- is the most important, and that is to create shareable material to put on. On your account. And that means for Instagram, you can also use this material on Facebook. Some of this material you can use on Twitter, you can put it on Pinterest. So once you have that shareable material with your logo on it, it's you don't need to just stick to Instagram. The second is find your tribe. And just like in life, you know that there's gonna there are gonna be people who are gonna lift you up. There are gonna be people who are gonna help you and who you're going to help. You need that on Instagram also. You need to create that community for yourself. That's your support and you need to be support for other people in turn. Number three is be yourself and stay true to who you are. And I mean that for real. Don't just be a business presence. People aren't looking for that. They can get that anywhere. You need to stay true to who you are. Number four, engagement. This is the one that is a little bit of the Instagram, not a game, but it is the actual aspect of Instagram that I do 100% focus on. And engagement is what, in my mind, drives the force of your account. It is what bring, brings people to you. It is what makes friends tell their, it's what makes followers tell their friends about you. It is what makes you come up on the explore page in Instagram and, uh, you know, hype your, um, your profile. I think that engagement of everything you focus on is 100% what gives you followers. So I'm also not going to talk about tricks. I don't know anything about tricks to Instagram. I'm sure there are tons of podcasts out there that will tell you. I've never used an Instagram trick. I don't even know what that is. Um, but I do know that there are ways that people uh, boost posts and everything. Um, I don't do any of those things. Or I'm not going to talk about sponsored posts. I'm not a strategist and I don't believe in those loopholes. I don't believe in spending money to get followers. I've not spent a dime on Instagram and I never will. Um, I'm going to just talk about kind of without any formal training, how to organically grow your media page. Um, to be honest, all you need to start an Instagram account Is your name a good name, a standout name? And around a half hour to an hour a day, maybe a little bit, you know, it could be broken up through the day. 
But as you grow, you'll need to devote more time. But in the beginning, that's really all you need, a half hour or an hour actually being present on Instagram. And I'll tell you what you need to do at that time. Um, And the most important thing, again, is a niche. So right now, I want you to think in your mind, do you have a name, a good name? And it's never too late to change it. You can always change a name. Um, Do you have a great logo? Do you know someone who can make you a great logo? And what is your niche? What is making you stand out? Right now in your head, I want you to think about one or two things that is going to separate you from every other account like you. If you're a mom blogger, well, there are hundreds of thousands of mom bloggers, really awesome mom bloggers, but, and I know a lot of them, and I can tell you that the ones that are really successful and a lot of my friends, they, each of them gives something unique to their following, and you can too. Every mom is different, and you're different from every other mom, and you offer something. Um... If you're a business, well, what is unique about your business or what you know about your business? How are you going to grow your following? Some accounts, business accounts, prefer to keep their profiles personal or their accounts personal. Uh, I have a business account. It's totally uh, up to you whether or not you want to have a personal account or um, a business account. Some influencers prefer keeping their account personal because some people think that Instagram accounts get more views as a personal account because uh, they can show more sponsored ads that way. But with a business account, you can have the coveted swipe up feature when you hit 10,000 followers. And I really wanted that. So I did a business account and I've been very happy with it. Um, I don't have any reason to change back to a personal account. And like I said, even if you already have an Instagram account and you don't like the direction it's headed or you haven't been on it in a couple months or a year or whatever it is, the beauty of Instagram is that you can change the vibe at literally any time. And there's always followers on Instagram to new followers coming to looking for new places to hang out. And you can still do that. Even if you haven't been there, you can start up again right now. And you can change your vibe if you don't like the vibe. Even if you, let's say you have 300 followers right now, 1,000 followers, 2,000 followers, you can still change the vibe if you don't like how it feels. Uh, And you're not going to lose that many followers from doing that. And you're going to gain followers from doing that. And you're also going to make it a place more of who you are and it's going to seem more authentic. So the first question when setting up is, what's my goal? Am I trying to become an influencer for affiliates or for brands? Um, Are you a fashion blogger? Are you a mom blogger who is looking to have brands sponsor you that you are going to post about? Um, Is that how you're looking to make your money? Am I trying to lead my audience to a website or a podcast? Do you have a blog that you're just trying to use Instagram for to draw people to? And the more followers you get, the more people you think you convert can convert into uh, going to your blog or your website? Um, are you trying to get an email marketing um, list? Is that where you're trying to draw people? Um, 
how are you trying to sell something? Have you written a book and you're trying to promote that book? Or uh, you own a gym and you're trying to sell fitness classes? Um, do you want your audience to be local? Or are you going to go national and international? Is it something that you are just concentrated on your area? Maybe you own a local bookstore. Maybe um, you're just doing something local. Well, those are all questions that are going to guide um, everything else that you do, especially finding your tribe. Um, So you need to think about all of those things. And if you are if you have a podcast or a blog or an online store or you're trying to advertise, then you have a much broader audience with which to connect. So if you have something to offer online besides just your Instagram account, that's great because you have uh, more places from which to pull followers. Now you want to narrow your audience even more. Who are you seeking? Are you seeking moms, parents, fitness buffs, health buffs, crafty people, the more you narrow this audience in the beginning, the better the long-term outcome. You don't want anyone following you just so you have a high number. That is the wrong direction to go. I cannot stress that enough. More is not better. Having the right audience is what matters most. Why? Because those are the people who are going to be the most engaged. Engagement means a lot. Those are the people you're going to convert into whatever it is you're trying to do. Even if you are trying to become an affiliate or an influencer, the people who are the most engaged are the people who are going to be the ones to convert into buyers that are going to click the link that you post or do the swipe up on your story. The more that they have a connection to you, the more they're going to want to listen to you and buy from you. When I started Marriage and Martinis, I knew I was focusing on couples, or I thought I was focusing on couples, but that quickly changed. I didn't really want just husbands and wives. I kind of thought to myself, wait a minute, it's not really what I'm looking for. What I'm looking for is people who have the same sense of humor as me, people who want to be authentic, people who want to come together and bitch about parenting or relationships uh, or support each other for about parenting and relationships. I, I'm always looking for a certain kind of person, someone with a great sense of humor who isn't judgmental, who's supportive to other members of the community, and who uh, I maybe can convert to get them to be podcast listeners. But I'm not, I'm no longer just going for husbands and wives because Marriage and Martinis has become more than that. It's about an essence, a vibe, not just about being married. Um, So once you start also, you're going to get a sense of who you want and what is going to make your specific community work. And it might be different than what you go into it with. So I knew that this was going to be a place I was going to spend a lot of time. And I wanted to mold my account to be somewhere, somewhere that I wanted to be. The more you want to, the more you feel at home somewhere, the more you want to be there, right? So I also knew for my own benefit, if I started out posting from the beginning in a way that wasn't me, if I didn't curse or uh, if I wasn't a little vulgar or if I posted something um, that, you know, sometimes I'll post something that uh, supports kindness or supports um, uh, a cause that maybe might be a tad controversial. I lose followers, but that's okay because ultimately 
Those are, they're not going to be my people anyway. They're not going to be the ones who are going to want to engage in my material in the right way and support me and listen to my podcast. And if they do listen to my podcast, they're probably going to give me a bad rating because they're not going to like the content. So you don't want those people anyway. So post what feels right to you and your, and, and, and grow your, your media around that. Do not cater it to get higher numbers or to get uh, more sponsors. Cater it to the long term, which is I want to like be here long term. I want to spend time here. Now that you've brainstormed some ideas of what you want your audience to look like, uh, it's time to figure out how to create that blend of personality and vibes. Are you posting memes? Are you posting photographs? Are you doing how-to posts? Where will you get this content? You need to research and you need great content. I keep a folder on my computer and in my phone of anything I ever come across from anywhere that would work on my account. Sometimes I take pictures of magazines. Uh, sometimes I take pictures if I'm driving uh, in, around in the city and I see a, you know, a cool graffiti thing. Anything in life I see that I could possibly use on my account that would be really cool and different from something they'll find somewhere else, I take a picture of it. I keep it with me and I put it in my folder. Um, and I've come, I've come to have a ton of good material. And then when you're the first person to post something and you put your logo on it and another account sees it and they say, wait, that's really cool. I like that message. And my audience has never seen anything like that. And I'm always looking for fresh content. They might share what you've posted. And then they might tag you, which is the key. Tagging is the key. So you always want to be looking around wherever you are thinking about new content. Um, and the content that I get ranges from, I, I might, I've, you know, screenshot things on people who have 80 followers. And I screenshot things that are, you know, celebrities with 4 million followers. So don't think that just because you have few followers, somebody's not going to share your stuff. That's not true. If you have great content, it will get shared. It will take time, but it will get shared. Um, Also, memes. You might think, oh, I'm not a meme account. I'm a lifestyle account. Um, You know, I take pictures of uh, my decorating or um, my uh, kids' outfits for affiliates. or But memes are great because they are completely shareable material. And the key to memes is it has to be your original words or original work and send a message that it doesn't have to be funny. Funny is great. People tend to gravitate towards funny. So if you can do that, that's awesome. But just something that has your logo and brand name on it that is different than anything anybody has said in your niche about your uh, about your um, category, about your... Uh, subject matter, about whatever your subject matter is, I know that you have ideas. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Whatever your, uh, your quote-unquote area of expertise is or whatever your niche is, I know you have an original idea or five or 10 or 20 that you've thought to yourself that probably nobody else in your field has thought of before. And you need to write that down and you need to put your name on it. And that will be your first meme. Just something you've thought of that has been helpful to you that you think somebody else might find helpful also that might connect with somebody. And that is the first thing that you need for a meme. When I was blogging, when I first started blogging, I had no idea how to make a meme. I knew I saw them all over on people's accounts and I knew I saw them being shared among other mom bloggers. And I taught myself and it's not hard. You could, my preferred uh, app is Canva, C-A-N-V-A. Uh, I am not a, a creative person aesthetically. I don't have a good eye. I'm not artistic. Luckily, I am funny and I uh, can, I have a way with words, usually better with writing than with speaking, as you could tell. But I, mine never look pretty. They're not pretty memes. I see other people make memes and I'm like, how did they do that? It's gorgeous. So if you have that in you, if you are visual and you love design, you can make a gorgeous meme. I don't. I Mine are more about the words. But that's only because I've tried and I can't do it. And luckily, the words are enough for me. But if you have an aesthetic that you're going for on your site, um, and you like it to look pretty, then you can design a meme to do that. Just because it's a meme and not a picture of flowers or a decorated table or whatever it is that you usually have doesn't mean it can't add beauty to your account. It still can. But you want to make things that are shareable. And that's what a meme does. Uh, I also think it's a great idea that if you're not funny or if you're not great with words, that you invite a few friends over who are. And say, hey, listen, I need some help. Uh, I'm trying to create some shareable material for my new website. I have these ideas, or I'm sorry, for my new account. I have these ideas, but I can't quite put them together, or I can't make them funny, or I can't wait, figure out a way to make them relatable. And sit down, pour them a glass of wine, order them some Chinese takeout, and ask them to help you. Family members, anybody who could help you. Just ask them. It's fun. People like to do that stuff. And I think that it's a great way to, uh, getting outside content is a great way to build your profile, to build your content. And you might have certain words and you might be able to not put them together quite the way you want to. And asking other people for help is great. There's no shame in that. Ask whoever you can. If you have a hilarious coworker, Say to them, hey, can I, can I take you to lunch and can you help me uh, make a few memes? Uh, do it. Get help wherever you can. Nobody cares 
We, that help is the only way to do it. Uh, I've been out for on girls' nights before, and somebody said something. They'd be like, "Hey, that's great. Can I use that?" And they're like, "Yeah, what do I care? I don't have a competing account with yours." So, don't worry about if it didn't exactly come out of your mouth. What you can never do, though, is find a meme from somebody else, crop off their logo, and put your own. If those words were not originated by you or you and your group of friends or, you know, don't have anything to do with uh, you as your originator, you can't do that. You will be, that. that is an Instagram no-no. Never do that. It has to be your original words. Um, and you always want to have your logo on. You always want to have your name on because other people will crop out very quickly and that's frustrating. And it happens to all of us and it will happen to you too if you have good content. It will get stolen at some point, but then you will have great accounts who will share your original work. Um, so always have your logo on, always have your name on it. So how many memes do you need to start? I would say, I mean, at least one. Try to have three. Uh, I would say once a month, see if you can come up with a few more. Or once you get really good at it and you see what people want, they're just going to come into your head once in a while. You don't want to force them because also sometimes you can post something and it ends up tanking and it just that's, doesn't add anything to your account and probably won't get shared. So don't just make memes to make memes. Really wait for till you have something to say. Um and just try to be consistent about it. The more shareable, great shareable material you have, the better. So now that you have that material, you also need to connect with your followers on a personal level. People want to know you. They don't just want to know what you're selling. They don't just want to know what your kid's outfit looks like. They don't want to just know, um, you know, uh about where you went to dinner the other night. They want to know about you, something about you that can connect with them on a level that is different than any other account like yours. What is it about you that makes you unique? Um, For me, I connect with a lot of people uh, about, I have a mental illness. I have OCD and anxiety and I'm very open about it. I connect with people like that. Maybe you have something like that, but you're not willing to share. That's fine. Maybe eventually you will be willing to share, but there is something that happened to you or that is unique about your life that you need to share with people so that it's not, it's, there's a face behind the brand. There is a life behind the brand, something with which to connect and that people are going to want to say, hey, you know what? I saw four accounts uh, posting a a similar sponsored post, but I, I love this account best. I'm going to buy from them. I'm not going to buy from, you want to draw them to you. Actually, that it's you that, uh, you know, when people, uh, when people email me or message me and they say, my, they say, Danielle, I love the way you um, connect with us. I love the way that you share with us. And there's something unique about the way that you do it. To me, that's the best thing because it shows that they're not just there for funny memes. They're not just there for whatever pictures, um, you know, or uh, blog posts. They're there to connect with me. And that feels really good. Um, 
anything unique about you? Um, you know, what are you willing to share? Did you have a once in a lifetime experience? What's your story? And what's your story? Uh, what from that story is going to draw people to follow you? Don't just keep posting pictures of your two kids at the park in a cute new outfit. Give something with which your audience can connect. Um, did you suffer from postpartum? Um, were you overseas in the military? Did you uh, have um a once-in-a-lifetime experience where you had dinner with Jason Momoa. Uh, whatever it is, find stuff that nobody else is going to have and that people are going to be like, wow, that's super cool. That's awesome. And it's going to draw them back. Uh, now you need to start finding your tribe. Okay? And I can't stress this enough. Again, it takes some time and research. But there are going to be accounts, brands, and businesses that have a similar audience to what you're trying to achieve and with whom you guys can start to sort of help each other out. There is absolutely no way I could have gotten to where I am now on Instagram and in my podcast without my online tribe. And the amazing things is that accounts do want to help. We all want to help each other. There are almost a billion Instagram accounts. There is room for all of us. We do not compete with each other. We, there, we, we, a lot of us have the same, some of the same followers, but they come to each of us for something different. Even if we're all moms and we're posting a lot of mom memes and parenting memes, you're going to have that unique content that I told you about in your folder that nobody else has that you're going to be posting first. And people are going to look forward to that content. So you always want to have fresh stuff to offer that other accounts don't offer, but you're not competing with them. You're helping each other. Um, and the best part of having a tribe also is that you form friendships. And you might be like, ugh. I don't have time for more friends. I don't want more friends. It's too much responsibility. But trust me, these are friendships. These online friendships are crucial. You need these friends because when you're frustrated or something glitchy happens on Instagram or you have someone trolling your website, writing you ridiculous comments or um, you feel like your page is a piece of shit one day and you will have lots of those days, those are the ones who will understand. Your friends from you know, your work environment or your uh, friends from your mom playgroup aren't going to get it because they're not doing the same stuff. But having these friendships online, you really connect with these people and then you have someone to ask who knows the answers that you need. And quite honestly, more than that, there are friends I've made um, who I'm really upset that they don't live closer. They're super cool and I'd love to hang out with them. So I have made some really good friends and that's awesome. And we, you know, we have our, um, our messages in Instagram and our group chats and it really helps. So how do you form your tribe? How do you find your tribe? Chances are that there's already several tribes formed in your niche. People have been doing this for quite some time. And so just start going on pages um, that you want to make a connection with and start commenting on their posts, sharing their material and tagging them both in the actual uh, 
picture and in the caption. This is really important. If you don't tag them, they won't know that you posted their material. Um, Start supporting them. Start letting them know that you're there. And I promise you, they will check out your account. Check out their posts and hang out on their page. It sounds stalkerish, but I promise you it isn't. Everybody does it. Don't hound them, but show them that you're a fan of what they're doing. You don't need to side message them and say, hey, would you mind sharing my stuff? It, that will come. That could be annoying. You don't want to actually ask, but it will happen. You could send them a message saying, hey, I love your stuff. Um, you know, super cool. But also don't put any pressure on them to come and check you out. They'll do it on their own. Accounts are always, like I said, looking for fresh stuff. If they see potential in someone, they're going to connect because we all want new material that our audience hasn't seen a thousand times. So don't think that because you're new, you don't have clout. You do. Everybody wants new, fresh material. Be that new, fresh material and say something different than hasn't been said about your niche, about your category. Um, Offer something on your account that other accounts are going to want to come and sort of peruse everything that you're posting because they know that they're going to be able to pick up something fresh. And this goes for all accounts. I'm not just talking about mom bloggers or lifestyle bloggers or bloggers of any kind. If you look at my page, I share all kinds of things. If the message fits, I share it. It could be from a rug company that puts out a meme about embracing different cultures and teaching our kids about the value of hard work. I don't care what company it came from as long as the company, you know, doesn't preach hate or violence or something political that I'm strongly against and think my audience won't like. I'll share it. Um, So even if you're an obscure company that has a small storefront or um, you're, uh, you know, uh, an online therapist or whatever it is, you can still gain a huge following and be an integral part of the Instagram community um, that, and make that a whole other business while also drawing the right audience to your store if that's how you want to do it. Don't think that you have to be a blogger or an influencer to, to create great shareable material. I don't care. You could be a used car salesman. You make some great memes, people are going to share them. So that's the key. Nobody cares where your account is from as long as you're not preaching hate and violence and intolerance and all of that. So I'm going to post uh, a sheet, a brainstorming sheet on our website. And obviously there's so much more to talk about. Um, We haven't even gotten into hashtags and we're going to talk a lot more about creating those memes and shareable material um, and apps that you should have and how to keep engaging with your audience. Um, But for now, um, I want you to really think about a few things. I want you to think about, um, first of all, is your name the name that you want it to be? Is your logo look how you want it to look? Are you headed in the right direction where you want your page to go? Is it really representing who you truly are and what you really want your community to be? Basically, this your your community 
is basically, it's a platform, right? Picture yourself right now standing on a stage and you are giving a speech to a room full of people. Who would those people be? You're giving a speech about what you want that audience to know, what you have to offer. Who would those people be? What would that audience be like? Because that's what Instagram is. It's your personal platform. And it's also kind of your living room. And you only really want people in your living room who are going to support you and bring you good vibes. It's not about numbers. It's not about filling up your account with followers. It's about filling it with great, meaningful content and a great, meaningful community. And that, to me, is the secret. So I want you to start brainstorming what kind of people, followers you're looking for, what are the brands and the accounts that you already know about that maybe you want to start reaching out to and leaving some comments on their page or commenting on other followers that are commenting on their page and then maybe they'll click through to you. You want to start thinking about who you can ask to help you make some memes. Go on to Canva or research other apps if you don't like that one. Maybe you think of a great video meme or veem that you want to make. Maybe you want to research starting to do that. But you want shareable material. Right now, I'll bet you could think of number one original ideas that you have about your niche that you could do. And you also can think of probably two or three people in your life who you think would be really great at helping you make memes. Ask them. Secondly, you're going to start figuring out maybe some new accounts to follow or go on some accounts that you already follow who are in your niche and go to up to the top of their profile, hit following and see who are they following and are some of those accounts that you should be following and reaching out to as well. You want to stay true to who you are and you want to fi- figure out, are you already doing that? Are these the followers that are going to eventually be supporting you and click through to what you want them to click through to or buy what it is that you're looking for them to buy or who are going to convert to podcast listeners or YouTube watchers or whatever it is you're trying to do? And you are going to, whether you have eight followers or 18,000 followers, you are going to spend half an hour to an hour on Instagram engaging with your audience on a daily basis. And that could be engaging with your audience on your platform, on your account that you already have, or engaging with an audience, with your audience that you're hoping to acquire and make a connection with on other accounts that are like yours. So those are the way, the places that you need to start. Don't worry right now about algorithms. Don't worry so much about hashtags yet. You should definitely have at least one hashtag to start. Um, They say, and I don't know why, and this is one of the only uh, quote unquote tricks that I do know, is that 11 hashtags is the magic number and you always want to change those up, but we'll talk a lot more about that in in the next episode. But those are really the things you need to start. 
Start getting your content folder together. Start looking around every day and looking for good content. Do you ride the subway and there's good content? Uh, Are you um, taking your kids to the city for the day and you can get great content? Um, Are you going to be attending a function that's really cool for charity that nobody else is going to attend? Are you going to see a speaker that is uh, good for your niche and they're going to be saying things and you can write down quotes and stuff that you want to use, but with their name on it? You have content all around you even if you're not a lifestyle blogger. No matter what you do, content comes from everywhere. So on that note, please send me any kind of questions that you have for the next one. I am going to post, again, a brainstorming sheet online for everybody to fill out. And um, I hope this helps a little bit. I hope that you will sit down maybe and for uh, a good half hour, give some thought as to is your account headed in the direction you want it to go in or not. And I promise you, I knew nothing about this stuff. Nothing. Um, And I only started this account in July. And it's grown quickly. And I have not had any kind of technical training. So If you don't have any technical training, it doesn't mean anything. All right. So thank you so much for listening. And um, go and check out our Instagram account. Follow us on Instagram if you're not at Marriage and Martinis. And please go listen to the podcast. I swear I'm not always this serious on our other episodes. And um, I hope that if you have any questions about this, feel free to send them. Send me uh, any other information that you might want to know about that I could talk about in the next episode. And uh, that's about it. Thanks so much, guys. Really appreciate you joining me today. Bye. deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com